All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. That was great, and you know what? That rings so true, even right now, that introduction. <laughs> it really does. Because <laughs> my finger was hovering over the end call button on top of Smitty the whole, <laughs> the whole time. Whatever. <laughs> Just like, ah, oh, do we really need Smitty? So uh, we do really need Smitty, though. Welcome to Back to All Things Unexplained. This is our spooky fairy tales and Halloween fun episode live on Cornween Con's Facebook page for the Midnight Society. And I, for one, am super excited to be a part of this. The Midnight Society yeah. is a little group of uh, spooky stories that are being read from during October until Halloween. So, Smitty, what were you about to say? I was just saying I'm excited, too. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's not Halloween yet, but it's close enough. Well, and Tim loves this month. The whole month is Halloween for Tim. But I did want to say that I was able to pull it up, so I can hopefully see comments yes. and questions if anybody has anything they want to share with us. And maybe don't knock us just quite yet on how we got started. I promise it's going to get better as we go. <laughs> but I can see it. <laughs> That's great. Hey, this is live television, folks, or live radio, or live podcasting, whatever you want to call it. So there's going to be some hiccups. So, CJ, do you want to get us into our first segment? Where if, Do you want to do that, CJ? Yeah, I would love to. First of all, what are you drinking there, Tim? This is uh, the finest goblet of the finest airplane ball of wine. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing better than drinking out of a goblet. I found this today, which I thought was really cool. I don't know if you guys can see it. Hopness Haze IPA from North Carolina. I loved the uh, creature on there and thought that was appropriate for what we do. Oh, nice. So, so I yeah. got I got inspired while I was shopping for candy because, you know, we're doing a candy, a fantasy candy draft tonight. And uh, they had a big poster up in the wine section and it was all the different Halloween candies and which wine they pair with, which I thought was just brilliant. So it inspired me, and I said, you know what? I'm going to be going through some candy tonight. I may as well pair up, see what happens. That sounds like a headache waiting to happen. Candy and wine. Good tonight, rough tomorrow. <laughs> and, Smitty, you've got the drink of the South. Mountain Dew. I like you, too. I want to keep my liver. Nice. <laughs> I don't know that Mountain Dew helps yeah. with the liver, but <laughs> I know I, that's that's the what's liver, so funny about that because tell yourself I thought it, I thought he was gonna say buttermilk, but uh, not buttermilk. I think buttermilk's actually good for you on some level too. Yeah, but it tastes nasty. Mountain Dew's the best. Yeah, would you believe that there are medical studies that show wine actually does have positive health benefits? And yeah, I know. Mountain Dew actually leads to premature death. Like, that's the only benefit of <laughs> Mountain Dew. Oh, well. 
At least I'll go out with some sugar in me. <laughs> chug it down, chug it down. So. All right, well, let's get started with our spooky fairy tales. These are all fairy tales that everybody has probably heard or certainly at least knows of, but maybe didn't see them quite in the uh, dark light that that we have seen them in. So fairy tale number one is going to be Rapunzel, and I have the pleasure of being your narrator for that one. So, That's right. Now, Mitty, if you are watching live, you can see I'm that Rapunzel. he is our lovely lady, <laughs> Rapunzel. Yeah. Where, where are you there, Rapunzel? Do I have to speak in a lady's voice, or can I? She's been, like, smoking five packs a day for, like, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta play the part. Nice. Nice Preferably right there. a young lady's voice. Okay. Absolutely. This is a little degrading, but go ahead. Okay. Here we go. So I am the next. one. Oh, I'm. Now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta I gotta get my part right. I'm the. No, you're the narrator. And I'm the. I'm the man and uh, the king's son. Well, hold on. I wasn't quite ready. Well, I mean, one of us knows what we're doing. Hold on. I got well, it. That's, that's, that's why I just drink Mountain Dew. Right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. All right. I'm ready. Okay. You look like yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> hey, don't tell my heart that now. Come on. Oh, goodness. Don't break Mikey, break your heart. But anyhow. <laughs> Let's Are roll. We good? I'm Do you good. Feel ready? Okay, here we go. There once was a man and a woman who had long in vain wished for a child. These people had a little window at the back of their house from which a splendid garden could be seen, which was full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs. It was, however, surrounded by a high wall and no one dared to go into it because it belonged to an enchantress who had great power and was dreaded by all the world. One day, the woman was standing by this window and looking down into the garden when she saw a bed which was planted with the most beautiful salad rampion, also known as Rapunzel. And it looked so fresh and green that she longed for it. She quite pined away and began to look pale and miserable. Then her oh. husband was alarmed and asked, oh. Hey, woman, what's what's wrong with you? I, gotta, I forgot to turn my Rapunzel music on. That made me a little grumpy. Woman, what's wrong with you? Ah, oh, she replied, If I can't eat some of the rampion, which is in the garden behind our house, I shall die. The man who loved her thought, I'll do your part. Uh, a man who loved her <laughs> sooner than let your wife die, bring her some of that rampion yourself. It costs what it will. At twilight, he clambered down over the wall into the garden of the enchantress, hastily clutched a handful of rampion, and took it to his wife. She at once made herself a salad of it and ate it greedily. It tasted so good to her, so very good, that the next day she longed for it three times as much as before. If he was to have any rest, her husband must once more descend into the garden. 
In the gloom of evening, therefore, he let himself down again. But when he clambered down the wall, he was terribly afraid, for he saw the enchantress standing before him. Yeah, so... Uh-oh. How dare you descend in my garden. You'll pay for that. You are not the enchantress. How can you dare? She said, you shall suffer for it. You cannot steal my, I'm sorry, the music's messing me up. How can you steal my companion like a thief? You'll suffer it. You I'm mad about it too. Not supposed to be the enchantress either. Oh, okay. Well, the music's <laughs> got me all messed up. Oh, CJ's the enchantress, but I'm mad about it too. Oh, Why'd you steal okay. my rampion fur? Why'd you steal it fur? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. ah. wife. I'll keep going. Then the enchantress allowed her anger to be softened, and said to him, "If the case be as you say." I will allow you to take away with you as much rampion as you will. Only, I make one condition. You must give me the child, which your wife will bring into the world. It shall be well treated, and I will care for it like a mother. The man in his terror consented to everything. And when the woman was brought to bed, the enchantress appeared at once, gave the child the name of Rapunzel, and took it away with her. Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child under the sun. When she was 12 years old, the enchantress shut her into a tower, which lay in a forest, and had neither stairs nor door, but quite at the top was a little window. When the enchantress wanted to go in, she placed herself beneath it and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Rapunzel had magnificent long hair, fine as spun gold. Okay, we all know what happens. She lets down her hair and the lady comes up. After a year or two, it came to pass that the king's son rode through the forest and passed by the tower. Then he heard a song which was so charming that he stood still and listened. This was Rapunzel, who in her solitude passed her time in letting her sweet voice resound Rapunzel, do you have a song for us by chance? Uh, Let's hear it. Who let the dogs out? (laughs) Clearly enchanting. The king's son wanted to climb up to her and looked for the door of the tower, but none was to be found. He rode home, but the singing had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out into the forest and listened to it. Once he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw that an enchantress came there, and he heard how she cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. The next line is erased on my page, so I'm going to let you take it from there. And Immediately the hair fell down, and the king's son climbed up. (laughs) Here I am climbing up. Here I come. <laughs> coming after you. You have the next line here, King I'm co- Sun. I'm coming after you, Rapunzel. Uh, get oh, ready. Really? Okay. Uh, don't. I don't know if that's the correct line. <laughs> I will willingly go away with you, but I do not know how to get it. Get down. 
bring you a skein of silk every time that you come, and I'll leave a ladder with it. And when that is ready, I'll descend, and you will take me on your horse, and you won't have to pull on my weed. That wow. sounds. That was. That sounds the least complicated I've ever heard. Oh, sorry. They agreed that until that time, he should come to her every evening, for the old woman came by day. The enchantress remarked nothing of this until once Rapunzel said to her, Tell me, Dame Gothel, how is it that you are so much heavier for me to draw than the king's son? He is with me in a moment. Oh, you wicked child, cried the enchantress. What do I hear you say? I thought I had separated you from all the world, and yet you have deceived me. In her anger, she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful tresses, wrapped them twice around her left hand, seized a pair of scissors with the right, and snip-snap they were cut off, Ooh. and the lovely braids lay on the ground. And she was so pitiless that she took poor Rapunzel into a desert where she had to live in great grief and misery. Oh, on this... my hair fur? my hair fur? <laughs> That's what you deserve, Rapunzel. That's what you get. On, on and the I'm the king's son. Let your hair down again. It's laying on the floor. Oh. Okay. So she fastened it to the hook. And the king's son arrived. Give me that hair. Rapunzel, Rapunzel. Let that hair down here. She let the hair down. The king's son ascended, but instead of finding of his dearest Rapunzel, he found the enchantress who gazed at <gasps> wicked and venomous looks. Aha! She cried mockingly. You would fetch your dearest. But the beautiful bird sits no longer singing in the nest. The cat has got it and will scratch out your eyes as well. Rapunzel is lost to you. You will never see her again. The king's son was beside himself with pain, and in his despair he leapt down from the tower. He escaped with his life, but the thorns into which he fell pierced his eyes. Then he wandered quite blind about the forest, ate nothing but roots and berries, and did not but lament and weep over the loss of his dearest wife. <laughs> Thus he roamed about in misery for some years, and at length came to the desert where Rapunzel with the twins to which she had given birth, a boy and a girl lived in wretchedness. He heard a voice, and it seemed so familiar to him that he went towards it. And when he approached, Rapunzel knew him and fell on his neck and wept. Two of her tears wetted his eyes, and they grew clear again, and he could see with them as before. He led her to his kingdom, where he was joyfully received, and they lived for a long time afterwards, happy and contented. And that's what I get for printing this off. <laughs> What's the hair for? Hold on, I gotta get out of here. Oh man, that was. Um, oh yikes! Okay. A wicked, wicked woman. I'm pretty sure that uh, Morgan Freeman will keep his job narrating stories with us three. <laughs> <laughs> I kept losing my spot. Would have gone a long way. 
Oh, you kept losing your spot. You weren't following along for nothing. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I have adult uh, attention deficit disorder. What can I say? I, I think that must be about the fifth bottle that you've been putting in that goblet. I mean, my goodness, this whole thing was your idea. <laughs> well, get it together, Mount. Speaking of that, I think it's a great time to segue into our candy draft. So. For Halloween, we're going to pick our top five candies. And I want to know, CJ, number five. What's your number five candy? Oh, snap. You're throwing it right at me. I get first round, first pick This is your number Mm. five draft pick in the Halloween candy draft. Number five. I'm going to go peanut butter M&M's. Nice. Number five. Nice. So. Did you say uh? Yeah. uh. I don't like those either, I'll be honest. What? Man, this is going to be... I'm going to get my whole lineup here. Well, I just got to be honest. Any self-respecting kid back in my day that ate peanut butter hard shell candies where was eating Reese's Pieces, but... Yeah, I, I don't mean, like those either. Ugh, come on. Well, that's okay. I, I respect the M&M's choice. Uh, Smitty, what, what about your number five? Nestle Crunch. Nestle Crunch? No. Not even in my top 15. Not even in my top thousand. Oh, whatever. That stuff is gross. Well, I'm going to use the beef for not like eating beet candy or something <laughs> like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually pull out one of my candies and uh, y'all see this little beauty right here? Holy smokes. Could that have been any louder? Caramel cream. Caramel oh, cream. That's right. Mute your microphone for crying out loud. What that is, is intense. Is it the bag? The guy probably says caramel. <laughs> I do. <laughs> caramel cream, it's so. Caramel. <laughs> How did you know that I say that? I've been made uh, fun of a lot. Because you're from the, the California. I just figured you said it different than we I, did. I totally say caramel. Every time I go to the drive-thru and order anything with caramel in it, I have to force myself to say caramel can i get some of that caramel yeah it's worth forcing well smitty i'm gonna throw it back at you what's your number four candy i'm gonna say peanut m&ms oh back to the m&m family huh yeah but with better stuff in them besides peanut butter (laughs) (laughs) that's just trash but anyhow and CJ, number four for you. Tim, you have got to I'm sorry, I'm trying. You're opening candy. Holy smokes. You know, um, you don't okay. actually have to eat the candy right now, you know. But just saying. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb here. My number four is going to be Twix. That's pretty good. Yeah, and I do have some, but I'm going to mute myself before I annoy everyone. <laughs> Uh, candy burn. Okay, that was pretty good. Can you hear me again? Yeah, we can hear you. Well, I don't know why the candy opening is so loud in the mic, but my number four, I feel like this is a, does not get the proper respect. We are actively losing listeners it as deserves. you open your candy. It is the loud. It's like you are crinkling newspaper in my eardrum. Being like in church when anybody open the old lady opens <laughs> the whole soft drop or something, you know, 
Everybody in the whole church. I think that could just be on CJ's end, but my number four is the Three Musketeers. Very. Yeah, very. um, You stole one of my top ones. Boom. Sorry about that. It's tasty, too. Three Musketeers totally does not get the respect it deserves. No, it doesn't, and this is a sad moment for me. That was one of my top top picks. I don't want y'all talking about me drinking Mountain Dew when y'all are over here <laughs> shoveling your face full. Of Hold on. CJ. Candy cheers. There you go. As I toast my three musketeers with her. What are you eating? A Twix, but I was respectful Twix. enough to turn my microphone off so everybody didn't have to hear me chew it. Oh, nice. Hey, live, yeah, you know, live radio. It's a thought, thoughtful thing. All right, so we're moving into what? what's our next uh, show we've got, CJ? Mm, the Three Little Pigs. Three Little Pigs, and what? what's our parts? Oh, boy. Are you for real right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, for the listeners' okay, well, sake. Uh-huh, I sure. can only see you on the live for some reason, Tim. So uh, you will be our lovely narrator, lucky us, since you can't keep track of anything. And uh, Smitty is the wolf. I'm pig number one. Tim, you are pig number two. And I am also pig number three. Don't know what that says about me, but hmm. there you go. All right. Think you can manage that? Um. Yep. Just give me one second here. I got to find something for the pig. All right. And I got... Uh, I gotta find my narrator hat. All right. I can't even see us, so I've got some. (laughs) I can see y'all, but anyway, three little pigs time, folks. Here we go. I mean, I can see you you on my phone, but I can't see you on uh, us on the the corn con thing. Yeah. Let it let it be. (laughs) <laughs> no fixing it now. All right. Once upon a time, there was an old sow with three little pigs. And as she had not enough to keep them, she sent them out to seek their fortune. All three pigs decided to build a house and set off to the brickworks to buy some bricks. But soon, the three little pigs came across a man carrying a bundle of straw The first little pig said, Now I won't need to walk so far to the brickworks. I'd much rather do less work and then spend the rest of my afternoon relaxing. So the first pig said to the man carrying the straw, Please, man, give me that straw to build me a house. (laughs) I just love the pig and the snore. The man did. And the, <laughs> the little pig quickly built a house right where he stood, settled down, prepared to have a sleep for the rest of the afternoon. But guess what happened? Along came a wolf and knocked at the little. door. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> little pig, little pig, let me... That was, that was a knock. I'm sorry, I ate a burrito for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf, you coming in to which the pig answered. 
No, no, by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. So he huffed and he puffed and he blew that house in. Oh, Alas. <laughs> because the house was not made very well because CJ Pig was so lazy and only built it out of straw. It fell down and a wolf was able to eat the little pig up in an instant. I don't even remember that part. <laughs> just the children's friendly version. <laughs> just, that that pig is gone and holy, I bet that wolf is happy now. <laughs> so That pig was good with mustard. <laughs> so, meanwhile... Uh, the second and third pig were still on their way to the brickworks when they passed a man with a bundle of sticks. And the second little pig said... Hold on, pig's coming out. Now... Now I won't need to walk so far to the brickworks. Sticks are stronger than straw. I think they'll do the job, but anyway, I'm really tired now. I'd much rather do less work and spend the rest <laughs> of the building? afternoon relaxing and watching football. Is he building a nursing home? Or <laughs> so, like. so oh. the first little, so the. <laughs> That's a typo. It's got to be a second little pig. So a second little pig said to the man carrying the sticks, uh, please give me some sticks to build my house. Please, I'm ready to watch some football. But not pigskin football. That's wrong. The man did, and the little pig quickly built a house with it right where he stood and then settled down and prepared to have a sleep for the rest of the afternoon. Oh, there, oh. Then along came a wolf and said, Little pig, little pig, even though you're a senior citizen, let me in. <laughs> no way, not by the hair of my chitty chin chin. <laughs> then, then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. Oh, no! So, he huffed and he did puff and... He huffed and puffed some more. It took a little more effort, but he blew down that steakhouse. And unlike the really friendly part I knew, he ate the second little pig all up. <laughs> Finally, the third little pig reached the brickworks where he met a man with a load of bricks. <laughs> I just had a, sm a terrible Smitty flashback there from work. He said... <laughs> Smitty. Oh, please, Nan. Oh. Give me those bricks to build a house with. <laughs> the man kindly gave him the bricks at Pighead. And he built his house with them a little ways over carefully and taking the time to do it well. So the wolf, somebody heard him again. So the wolf came as he did to the other little pigs who all they wanted to do was laugh and play all day. And he said, 
Little pig, little pig, let me in. Hurry up, I got emphysema. <laughs> and a load of bricks, apparently. No, no, by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow this pile of bricks in. Well, you know what? He did huff and puff, and he huffed and puffed some more, and he huffed and puffed some more, just like he used to in college. But he could not get the <laughs> house down. When he found that he could not get the house down with all that huffing and puffing, he said, finally, the Smitty Wolf said, finally, oh, Little pig, I know where there's some nice turnip greens. Where? Uh, in Mr. Smith's home field. And if you're ready in tomorrow morning, I'll call for you. And we'll go together and we'll get some turnip grains and cornbread and a piece of onion. Very well. <laughs> I will be ready. What time do you mean to go? At six o'clock. <laughs> well, the pig was so excited, he got up at five and got the turnips and was home again before six. Then a wolf came and he said, Little pig, are you ready? Ready. I have been and come back again and got a nice pot full for dinner. The wolf felt very angry about this. What'd you get a pot for? Little pig, I know where there's a nice apple tree. <laughs> where? Down at the merry garden. <laughs> And I'm not sounding very merry because you make me mad. And if you will not deceive me, I'll come after you at five o'clock tomorrow and we'll get some apple. Despite the fact that no self-respecting pig would go to a place called the Merry Garden, the pig still woke up at four the next morning and bustled up. He also bundled up, probably, and he went off for those apples, hoping to get back before the wolf came. But... He had to go much further and had to climb a tree, so he was coming down from it, and he actually saw the wolf was on his way. When the wolf came up, he said to the pig, I don't know, I lost my place. <laughs> he wanted to know he about said, those apples. Little pig, you were here before me. Are they nice apples? Yes, very. I will throw you down one. A piggy threw that apple so far, Smitty Wolf was gone to pick it up, and the little pig jumped out and ran home. So the next day, the wolf was back. Little pig, there's a fair in town this weekend. We can go get <laughs> some of them big corn dogs on a stick. Will you go? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I excited. Will what time shall you be ready? At three o'clock. So Little Pig went off before the time, just like always, got to the fair, bought a corn dog, and was on his way home when he saw the wolf coming. <laughs> I can't believe a pig would even want a corn dog. <laughs> then he would not tell what to do. I bet he got a veggie corn dog. Wrapped it in was bacon. cannibalism. <laughs> so, he got it to the turn to hide, and, do, and, and doing so, turned it around, and it began to roll and roll down the hill and scared the wolf so much the wolf ran home without even going to the fair. Instead, he went to the little pig's house and told him how frightened he had been by a great round thing which came down the hill past him. I feed my fur. 
And then the pig said, I frightened you, did I? I had been to the fair and bought a butter churn, and when I saw you, I got into it and rolled down the hill. So the wolf Saucy. got real mad about that and declared he was going to eat up that little pig and get even for that, and that he would get down the chimney after him. This is the part I remember. When the little pig saw what he was about to do, he hung on the pot full of water made up of blazing fire, and just as the wolf was coming down, he took off the cover of the pot and in fell a wolf. And guess what? The little pig put the cover on in an instant, boiled him alive, and ate him for supper. See you later, because the pig lived happily ever after, even though his brothers were Yeah, without his two brothers. <laughs> unless they had been digested, he also ate his brothers inside the wolf. <laughs> the end. All Things Unexplained will be right back. My friends and I had never made a podcast before, and to be honest, we had no idea how to get started. That's when we decided to check out Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain a couple of things. First of all, it's free. Second of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey listeners, I wanted to take a moment and tell you a bit about a business that we have encountered on some of our adventures over the past few months. In a time when it feels like there's so much stress and uncertainty in our world, Scrub Out Cancer is still trying to do good for others. Scrub Out Cancer is a small, charity-based business that offers bath and spa products for sale through www.scrubboutcancer.com. I just love their business concept because the more products they sell, the more they donate to cancer patients, their families, and their healthcare providers. As if that concept alone wasn't enough, these are some of the most creative and fun products that I have ever seen. We here at All Things Unexplained got our hands on some of the Yeti soaps to test out, and I cannot get over how wonderful they are. Not only are they a work of art, but they smell so incredibly delicious. In fact, my two-year-old keeps sneaking into my bathroom to try and eat mine because they look and smell that amazing. In addition to the Yeti line and some other super cheerful soaps that they make, they also make artisan soaps, lip products, body and spa products, and liquid soaps. Each soap is handcrafted and seriously a delight. If you want to bring some joy to someone in need right now, or just need to scrub 2020 off of you, head to scrubboutcancer.com to order some. Be sure to use the promo code YETI10 to receive 10% off your entire order. That's Y-E-T-I-1-0. That code is valid through December 31st. Let's all scrub out cancer together. You are listening to All Things Unexplained. And he didn't even skin him first. That would have been Harry Meal, probably. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What a disturbing story. Yeah, yeah. indeed. I, I feel like some pork skins now. <laughs> well, speaking of, sport, take this off. of pork skins, it's time to do another round of our fantasy candy draft, I think. So, 
I know I got a winner this time. CJ, what's your number oh, three shoot. candy well, before now, somebody steals it? Number three's got to be Snickers. Oh, that's mine. Classic. Classic. I can't disagree with that. I think every kid has always wanted a Snickers somewhere in the bag. And down, she's busting it out. <laughs> Not to me. It was right side up on my side. <laughs> Isn't that a song, right side up? I don't know. Uh, anyway. On my side. <laughs> Smitty, what's your number three? A baby Ruth. Baby Ruth? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Kit Kat. My bad. Kit well, Kat. which is it? A Kit Kat. Break me off a piece <laughs> of that fancy feast. Uh. That actually, actually reminded me of uh, when we were kids. You remember we were at the pool and they, <laughs> you were you were eating your baby Ruth at the pool, dropped it, and they cleared the whole pool. Yeah, yeah, I remember. There was like, there's a turd in the pool. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. I didn't even know you when we were kids because I wasn't born when you were a kid. Oh, oh. Well, and you didn't want to know the kid dropping the turd in the pool, so. Yeah. Probably for the best. Plus, he suffered a lot of head trauma when he played my football team, so he would not remember before then. So, uh, you were sitting up in there with a chest section up in the stands, but you wouldn't. Anyway, my next one is a classic. Let's see if I can read the description here. This is dark chocolate and coconut. Anybody know what that is? Mounds. Mounds. Boom. Mounds. Now, what's not to love? Which is a lot like mounds, actually. No. You and those wrappers. I'm holding it down as far as I can. (laughs) It's so loud. I really think it's just on your end. But, I'm sorry. I don't think so. Wow, that is really good. All right. So, CJ, what's next on our spooky fairy tale agenda? Oh, next is a classic the gingerbread man oh yeah and so i oh i am gingy you're the gingerbread man that's correct smitty is our lovely narrator okay and i'm all of the characters i will see if i can do your characters justice though not sure i can Meet meet those standards. <laughs> All right. Are you Hold ready? on. No, let me get... Gingerbread man, here we go. Just waiting on the narrator. Once upon a time, <laughs> a little old woman and a little old man sounds like my two co-hosts. Lived in a house at the edge of the forest. One day, the little old woman mixed the flour, eggs, butter, and spices together in a big bowl. She rolled out the dough and cut the gingerbread man. She put raisins for eyes, a currant for his nose, whatever that is, chocolate chip for his mouth, and icing on his head for hair. Then she put him in the oven, and when it smelled good she opened up the door to take a peek and out jumped the gingerbread man stop gingerbread man i want to eat you oh my god 
No! Gingy! Are you sure you're not the Zodiac killer? No! I'm gonna run away from you! <laughs> run, run as fast as I can! You can't catch me! I'm the gingerbread man! He, he ran until he got outside where he saw the little old man. Stop, gingerbread man! I want to eat you! Oh. Ah! And the gingerbread man said, I know! I, I ran away from the old little woman! I can run away from you, too! Run, run as fast as I can! You can't catch me! I'm the gingerbread man! You're scaring the bejesus out of people at home. He ran till he came to the pigsty, and the pig said, Stop, gingerbread man! I want to eat you! But the gingerbread man said, Oh no! I ran away from the little old woman and the little old man, and I can easily run away from a fat pig like you! Run, run as fast as I can! You can't catch me on the gingerbread man! I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> He what ran a, what does that mean? The house. And in front of the house was a dog. And the dog said, Stop! Stop, 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 gingerbread. Ah. I want to eat you. But the gingerbread man said, Oh no! Not the gumdrop buttons! I ran away from the little old woman and the little old man, and I ran away from a fat pig, and I can run away from. You, you too, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. <laughs> he ran till he came to a field full of cows and the cow said, ah, What's that? Stop, gingerbread man. Huh? We want to eat you. But the gingerbread man said, Oh no! Not the gumbug drop buttons for you, cow! I ran away from a little old woman and a little old man and a fat pig and a lazy dog and I can run away from you too! Run, run as fast as I can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. I think the gingerbread man's had <laughs> one too many. He what ran that mean? to a river, and the next to the river was a fox. And the fox said, I ran out of costumes, so I guess I'll have to do for this one. Gingy's not Hello, afraid of you. Little gingerbread man. The gingerbread man said, Oh, oh, hello. I ran away from a little old woman and a little old man and a fat pig and some cows and a dog that keeps transforming to a cow and I can run away from you too. <laughs> run, run as fast as I can. You can't catch me. I'm the number one gingerbread man. <laughs> the fox said, Run all you want. I'm not going to chase you, but huh? I would like to ask you a question. Huh? How are you going to get across the river without getting wet? Huh? I mean, 
If you get wet, you'll get soggy, right? Oh, I don't want to get soggy. The gingerbread man didn't say anything, but he looked very thoughtful. Mm. Then the fox said, I have an idea. I'm going to swim across the river right now. If you want, you can hitch a ride on my tail. The gingerbread man said, Oh, I don't know what to do, but I don't want to get my frosting wet, so... Okay, let's go. After a few steps, Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting deep. I'm afraid you might get wet. Why don't you climb up onto my back? Uh -uh. The gingerbread man looked and said, uh -uh. I don't know about that. That's not your line. <laughs> He's definitely lost his place. Well, okay. After I guess so. Steps, the fox said. Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting even deeper. I'm afraid you might get wet. Why don't you climb up onto my neck? The gingerbread man looked and said. That doesn't sound like a good idea. But the water's getting really deep and my gumdrop buttons could melt in there. <gasps> oh, my lord. And he climbed up on the fox's neck. And... Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting even deeper. I'm afraid you might get wet. Oh. Why don't you climb up onto my head? The gingerbread man looked and said... It really is getting deep in here. Let me up there. And he climbed up onto the fox's head. Whee! Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting even deeper. I'm afraid you might get wet. Oh, no! Why don't you climb up onto my nose? It... The gingerbread man looked and said, Ah! It... It is getting really deep out here. Let me up there, Fox. And the Fox went slurping. And that was the end, thank God, of Mr. <laughs> Breadman. Oh my gosh. Not and the gumdrop buttons. You. Unfriend of Gingerbread Man. I'm not, wearing, I'm not wearing women's underwear. It definitely sounded like you were basing the gingerbread man off of Mr. Rogers' version of Daniel Tiger. Uh, or either Pinocchio off of Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was something else, Tim. I might have a nightmare of that. <laughs> <laughs> a modern-day classic? Is that is that what we're thinking? Uh... I don't know if I'd call it that, but anyhow. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good and and spooky. I have to say, um, down goes the gingerbread man. I feel like everybody tonight has made a horrific end. Or not everybody, <laughs> yeah. but a whole lot of people have. Well, the pig, the pig got his belly full, but the wolf got... To do it, so. I mean, to be honest, our career might be meeting that horrific end. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, I know, for real. <laughs> we, be we better go back to the candy draft. <laughs> After the gingerbread man. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute my mic so I can open this. 
I know nobody picked this, but Smitty, I think you're up. Your number two fantasy Halloween candy pick. This better be a good one. Oh, watch him, I call it. Is that for real? Yeah. It's a real thing? It's a real thing. <laughs> okay. You never heard of watch him, I call it? Props for I've that. I've never even heard of that. Because you know what? Watch him, I call it was in my honorable mentions. Awesome. Well. <laughs> You can take your honorable mentions and throw them in that river with a gingerbread. <laughs> you know why I didn't put it in my top five? I don't know. Because I don't freaking have one in front of me ready to eat and show the people. Well, excuse me for not wanting to fall into a diabetic coma. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty never heard of a Watchman Call It, but I have Watchman Call It like every day for 12 straight years. First grade through 12th grade. Morning break, afternoon break. What's my call it time? I did too. <laughs> that and we had the the cokes with the wax cups that you could get. Yeah, I mean Mississippi wow. schools rock. That's all I got to say. <laughs> By the way, my daughter made this for the show. Look. Oh, that's hey, that's cute. nice. Did you? That was a really good one. It's a little less frightening than what we just saw. <laughs> hey, give me a break. Did you? Did you eat your uh, what's my call it's at the uh, dipping corner? Uh no, we did not eat them at the dipping corner. Oh. We didn't. I didn't. We weren't dipping in sixth grade, unlike some of the <laughs> people from Punnetock County. Hey. The f- sooner you get started, the sooner you quit. Well, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm. Well, well, CJ, I'm excited to hear. I am proud of you. You have selected actually all candy products. I'm excited to hear your number two. Why did you think I was gonna select Jello shots? No, I, that or av- like avocados. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is going to be Butterfingers. Oh, classic! I yeah, guarantee you that. Your teeth, so good. That was probably Smitty's number one. No, it's not. Thank you. But you know why I like the Butterfinger pick because it's so unique. It, there's, it's hard to even describe it. It's, there's no other candy like that. And well, plus, that know. was his nickname in basketball because every time they throw him the ball, he drops <laughs> Butterfingers. <laughs> no, but I will tell you my number two pick. I'll try not to wrinkle the wrapper. This is not oh, a Reese's. Geez. This is not a Reese's. This is a Justin's dark chocolate peanut butter cup. All right. What fancy town do you live in that people are giving that out on Halloween? I mean, I used to get these when I was a kid. I don't know about you. No, you didn't. That is bogus. Wow. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's because it's fancy time. It's sold in like the fanciest grocery stores. Nobody is giving this out for Halloween. Let me describe it to you. First of all, organic peanut butter inside of a thick Organic dark okay, chocolate crust. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it so. sounds like it's good because I can hear you smacking over there. <laughs> but it is a candy drought. Wash Damn. it down with some wine. It pairs great with the uh, Sutter Home bottle. <laughs> so, one more to go. We'll save that for after our final story which is one of my favorites. A new classic for sure. What we got, CJ? 
That is not a good idea. No, what is it called? I forget. Yeah, that is not a good idea to make me unmute myself by Mo Williams. <laughs> a new classic. Who's the goose? CJ? Yeah, but that's the wolf's part. Yeah, I know, but they're they're looking at each other longingly here. Oh. Oh. Mm. Look at that. <laughs> you, don't, so, you don't see so a, a goose like that walking around every day. Oh, what, what a What luck. Wolf. What luck. See Fox weren't a top hat either, but did. <laughs> what luck, dinner. I'm, I'm coming. Okay. What luck, dinner. Excuse me, Miss Goose. Is it Miss or Mrs.? Oh, oh, it's Miss. Excellent. I am Mr. Wolf. Or maybe a fox. I've never really known for sure. I'm adopted. Would you like to go for a stroll? Oh, well, my instinct tells me to say no to that southern Mississippi accent, but hmm, <laughs> sure. You won't regret it. Do you have kids? By the way, <laughs> hop, hop in whenever you'd like, little gosling. This is not a good idea. Wait, what was that? I don't know. I, it's better than your fox. No, I meant I didn't know Mrs. Goose, Miss Goose had children. That sounded like I a kid. I can't see the other page. <laughs> Which, Miss Goose, would you do me the honor of taking our walk into the deep, dark woods? Oh, well, I have no common sense. Sounds fun. Excellent. Say, so how many kids do you have? <laughs> That's not... Really not a good idea. That, that that sounded like a second child. <laughs> she gets around sometimes. Wow, Miss Goose. <laughs> well, that's okay. I love children. Would you care to visit my nearby kitchen? Oh, who me? I mean, I don't really eat much, but sure, I would love to. Well, I have all the top appliances, so. <laughs> You never did tell me how many kids you have. <laughs> this is really not a good idea. Really? Was ah! that... Was that triplets? <laughs> oh, my. So, Miss Goose, have you got any experience in the kitchen? Uh, I mean, I am just a Miss Goose after all, so I'm only learning. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know with all those K 
kids. But anyway, would you care to boil some water for soup, maybe? Ooh, <laughs> boiling water sounds tough. <laughs> uh, certainly, I do love soup. Oh, that's a good idea, oh, then. I can't see my life. <laughs> Who is my daddy? I don't know. <laughs> How many kids do you really, have, Miss Goose? Really not a good idea. <laughs> is that four? And I don't have a daddy. <laughs> oh, my. You really are good in the kitchen, Miss Goose. Would you have a look at my soup? <laughs> I think a key ingredient is missing. <laughs> mm. Let's have a look. Is this your parts, baby? How many kids have you got? <laughs> this is really, really, really not a good idea. Don't jump in that pot, mama. Oh, Mr. Wolf, a key ingredient is missing. Oh. Tell me more. Ah! Oh no! Where's my, where's my soundboard? Oh, oh! Now we just need to invite the three, uh, the little pig that was left over, and chow down, Mama. I'm falling more in soup, the soup, children. I'm falling in the pot. Please, I got a little hair in my teeth from this pot. I mean, to be fair, you kids did tell him it was not a good idea. <laughs> my mama psycho. <laughs> like I said, a this modern like classic. With geese. Bon appetit. <laughs> <laughs> so, another character bites the dust there and gets served up for dinner. Oh go. my, so we're down to our final round of the Fantasy Candy Draft. I'm pretty stoked to hear what everybody's number one pick is. I'm going to unwrap mine ahead of, actually no, I'm not. I forget it. But CJ, you are up with your number oh. one draft pick. Well, for all those of us that can't shop in the supernatural organic stores in the aisles <laughs> that have like no sugar and no dairy and all of the other things. It's just the regular Reese's peanut butter cup. Is it the right way? Nope, I'm sorry. <laughs> Again. So, That's my number one. That's okay. I mean, if you had to go with the milk chocolate, you got to go with the milk chocolate. That's all right. Still a classic. Smitty, I'm sure your number one got stolen. What's your new number one? Hershey's Kisses. That's my number one. Mine didn't get stolen. Thank you. Hershey's Kisses. No, that cannot be real. That's like what your great grandma hands out to you when you're like, well, oh, you're a sweet you little boy. And you're like, oh, I like cheap. My grandmother. <laughs> I love Hershey's Kisses. Well, the way the night's going, that grandma will get eaten or something, I feel like. That's true. <laughs> so I'm going to describe my number one draft pick. By the way, I had to go through a lot of trouble to get this. It is crunchy peanut butter and toasted coconut. Now tell me that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Once oh, again, on. nobody is handing this out for Halloween. You're cheating. Oh, they're handing it out. All over the Uwari, all over Bluff Creek, all over Oregon, all over the Florida swamps. It's 
a big foot bar. That's right. The Zagnut. The Zagnut. Also known as Bigfoot you Bait. You tell me you ever got a Zagnut in your trick-or-treating bag when you were growing up. Hey, look for, look for yourself. Zagnut. This is bogus. You see that? Peanut you butter. You said that you had to work really hard to find that. So you oh want me to believe goodness. that people are handing this out? Mm-mm. You're cheating. I tell you what. I'm call you Bill Belichick. I can't disagree with Bill Belichick cheating, but I tell you what, if I'm a Sasquatch, if I'm a Yeti, I'm coming after this candy bar. If it's out there for bait, I don't care. I'm getting on the trail cam. I'm doing what the heat signature, whatever it tastes, I'm getting this. <laughs> wow. Well, that proves it then. You are just a hairy creature. Aren't we yeah. all? <laughs> so I don't know if your hairline's getting kind of scary, but anyway. <laughs> I tell you what, I had a good time tonight. I think we gotta do a few shout outs. First of all, I want to give a shout out to myself. Is that allowed? <laughs> you I always do. do. I do have a new book out. Just came out. It is a number one new release on Amazon right now. Is that upside down? Baby <laughs> Bigfoot's Halloween Party Countdown. That you was hard to see though. Move it, center it a little it, bit more. There you go. Back it up a little bit. There you go. Back it up, back it up. Not your average counting book. So this is full of mathematical concepts. It is a count book, so it's for all ages, zero to infinity. It's available on Amazon, number one new release right now, or anywhere books are sold. And it comes with its own website, too, to further explore the concepts in the book. I also want to give a couple other shout-outs. Uh, I probably need to go take a bath wash up after this and I'm glad I got my scrub out cancer soap what about y'all I actually just ordered some more because <laughs> they were so oh, yeah. great I went a little bit more feminine this time though and ordered their like champagne one if you've been on their website it's really really beautiful and I got a ton of those so love like that work of art it's it like a really work of is art. so, so oh, it smells good it looks good it feels good I love it it's gonna be a champagne supernova over there huh that's right. All right. And I need to give one other shout out here to somebody that hit us, all of us up on Twitter. No, on Instagram. They are lavagolfco.com. Lavagolfco.com. They're based in Hawaii. They make golf balls, golf shirts, golf supplies. They saw me post a picture of my son and I playing golf the other day when well, my son was really playing golf and I mean I, I used to just crush Smitty in golf routinely Whatever. but they saw a picture of, of my son playing golf on Instagram and they they hit us up and said hey we would love a shout out on the show tonight so lavagolfco.com look them up I'm going to order some balls or <laughs> who knows they may even send us some lava balls uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually at these three 
straight and far i guarantee that's that's actually their guarantee straight far and hot as lava <laughs> i'll take a few of those just send them my way <laughs> but i also want to say i appreciate you too we went over a thousand listeners here for the beginning Woo-hoo. of all things unexplained which i think is a giant milestone and many thousands more to come and i can't wait we've got a lot of great stuff planned cj tell everybody what's coming up in our next episode oh well we're doing another episode for corn wing con on november 8th yes we'll get back to you on that on that date follow us on our social media pages to get that date <laughs> and then after that we will have an episode about all unexplained sayings so if there's anything that your parents have said to you or grandparents or you've heard somebody else say that you just have no idea where it came from send it our way we're going to do some research and see if we can figure it out that's right i also want to give a special shout out to mr billy carr also known as yeah wolf cop who put all this together invited us to be a part of the midnight society and a part of corn wean con we can't thank you enough i hope everybody will check out all the other acts for the midnight society and check out corn wean con like cj says she nailed it actually it's on the weekend of november 8th november 8th is that sunday i think it goes friday through sunday i'm looking forward to halloween what about y'all look that's gonna be awesome yeah i love halloween I can't wait. There's two seasons for me, Halloween and Almost Halloween. That's all. <laughs> That's all we've got in my book. Well, y'all got anything else for everybody, CJ, Smitty? Just a sugar high. Tune in to All Things Unexplained. That's right. Lots of new episodes coming up. All right, everybody. Smitty, you want to take us out? Uh, tune in to All Things Unexplained. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we hope you had a good time. Have a good night. Happy Halloween. Keep it unexplained, folks. See y'all. See, you have the last word. (laughs) This has been All Things Unexplained. Wasn't that movie based on your life?